praise the Lord. It's another wonderful opportunity that God has given us for our daily inspiration. As we continue encouraging and building each other with the word of God, reflecting on the topic we have been having the whole of this week, and that is the topic of spiritual maturity. There are several things that God demands of his children so that they can mature spiritually, so that they can get to know him better, so that they can walk more with him, and so that they can impact their neighborhood or maybe their surroundings more for God. We cannot afford to live as spiritual babies. As much as we may never outgrow our Heavenly Father, or we may never match Him, there is, de there is demand for us to make sure that in all that we do on a day-to-day -day basis, we register growth. There is something that you are doing every day. We know the Holy Spirit is at work in our lives, transforming us into the image of, his, uh, of Jesus Christ and uh, through a process called sanctification. But we also have a role to pray. We must cooperate. We must cooperate through daily Bible study, making sure that every day you have time to lead the word of God, making sure that you have time to pray and fellowship with your heavenly father, and also making sure that you fellowship with other saints. These are things that we need to do to make sure that we keep, we keep on growing. Yesterday we saw that in the scriptures, the word saint never appears in singular. It is always in plural, which means God desires collective growth of his body. The maturity for one is not, is not maturity before God until all saints are mature and they, they, they attain to the stature of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so my brother, my sister, you have a responsibility to make sure that your love for God cascades down to others, that you are able to encourage others, you're able to uplift others. Your blessing is not complete if others are still struggling. We have a responsibility to make sure that others experience the same level of blessing that we are experiencing because maturity before God is for the collective body. Today, I want us to see that it, there are times God demands we circumcise our hearts. That is what the scripture says. And we read those words in the book of Jeremiah chapter 4 and verse 4. Jeremiah 4, 4. If I would start from verse 3, this is what the scripture says. This is what the Lord says to the people of Judah and to Jerusalem. Break up your proud ground and do not sow among bones. Circumcise your hearts to the Lord. Circumcise your heart to people of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Or my Lord will flare up and burn like fire because of the evil you have done. Burn with no one to quench it. This is God speaking to his people Israel through prophet Jeremiah. First of all, he is telling them to unproud, eh? to break up their unproud ground and not to sow among bones. There are some habits that we entertain as believers that occasionally God demands that we must work on them. There are some things that we need to eliminate from our lives. There are some things that you and me know that we do and they are not pleasing to God. And so it is important for us to make sure that we grow. There is still some childish ways in us. You know, circumcision is supposed to be a sign of maturity, that we have grown up. It involves pain. It involves some self-discipline. Remember Jesus telling his followers that if it is your eye that causes you to sin, it is better for you to gorge it out. Better enter hell with one eye. Yeah? The better enter heaven with one eye rather than hell with both eyes. He talks about the arm. In other words, he is saying that there are some things that we do which we know that they are against God. In other words, it's like we are sowing amongst thorns. Yes, we claim to love God. 
we follow God. We have a desire for God. But there are thorns that are growing up in our lives that God is demanding we take care of. That is why he is telling them, circumcise your hearts. Circumcise yourself to the Lord. Circumcise your hearts. He is telling them that you have to cut off. You know, circumcision involves cutting off part of your body. And it means it's a painful procedure. It is not... Um, an easy one. God is telling them that you don't have a choice. You must take this self-discipline. In other words, you must cut off anything that is in you. And let me tell you, it could be the desires of the flesh. It could be the last of the flesh, you know, the, 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 the things that we long for. But we surely know we like doing them, but God is not pleased with them. Some of us like gossiping. Some of us like talking behind other people's back some of us it is pride some of us it is excessive love for money unfortunately that compromises our love for god god is telling us he is demanding of us to circumcise our hearts eh? and uh, so that we are no, not going to attract his love we are not going to attract his anger that is something that god is demanding of us for us to mature up, we must reach that point where we are willing to let go. Something it may mean so much to you, it's, it may cost you pain. Remember, salvation must cost you pain. A call to, 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 to Christ is a call to the cross. And it's a question I like asking myself every day. What is my faith costing me? No, what, what cost did I have to pay for my faith? What is it costing you to follow Christ? There must be something that you are willing to forego for you to maintain your relationship with God. Remember, it is a walk through the narrow door. You cannot do whatever you wish. It is God's desire that whatever is in us that is unprecedented before him, that we surrender it, that we do away with it. We circumcise ourselves, we circumcise our hearts, eh? so that his love does not flare up and burn like fire because of the evil that we are doing. And which evil? When we sow among thorns. There are thorns in our lives that God is pointing out. And he's telling us, you know something? You must get rid of those thorns. Let me tell you, a call to follow Christ is a, fall to, is a call to the cross. It is going to cost us. It is going to cost us some friends. It's going to cost us some precious. But you know something? It is worth it. It is a call to the Naloto. Let us pray together. Father, in Jesus' name, we are grateful that you have spoken to us and you have encouraged us through your word. Thank you because of reminding us that we need to break up our unproud grounds, that we don't have to sow amongst thorns. Lord, you have encouraged us, you have rebuked us, and you have told us we have to circumcise our hearts, oh God. We have to get rid of those things that we do, those things that we find pressure in but are discretion before you. And we pray that you may grant us the courage to embrace this discipline, to walk with you, O oh God, to cut off from us everything in us that is not Christian before you. That, dear loving Father, we may experience that pain that comes from self-discipline, that we may be able to walk with you. Help us, dear loving Father, to exercise this discipline in our day-to-day -day practice, in our interactions, in our relationships, and in the things that we do. I bless my brother and my sister, and I pray that your grace will be multiplied in their lives, even as you continue working in them to grow up. We pray that your grace will be manifest in their workplaces, in their businesses, in their families, in their relationships, and in their ministries. We are grateful for speaking to us. In Jesus' name we pray this and we believe. Amen.
and amen. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful that you joined me for this particular inspiration. And I pray that God will bless you. God will keep you and God will make his face shine upon you. You are a blessing and I'm so grateful that you joined me. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you.